0: Welcome to Blocks and Talks, the podcast that brings you everything you need to know about LEGO. From covering past, present, and future LEGO sets, to interviews with notable community members, our show covers it all. guys i'm back again with joe and wiley here if you're not familiar with these faces they are they were here with me when we talked about the ahsoka sets last episode so yeah be sure to give that a listen if you haven't already so yeah how are you guys doing again
1: good how about you
0: pretty solid pretty solid how about you Wiley?
2: doing doing great excited excited to talk some rumors
0: of course yeah and the rumors we're talking about today are the first half of the lego star wars 2024 league Believe it or not, we're not even thinking about Christmas or Thanksgiving, and we're already talking about twenty twenty four and beyond. A ton of interesting, exciting sets, lots of news and speculation. So we're gonna just try to dissect it and really see what to expect. So the first set I'm noticing here is seven five three seven five. It is an eighteen plus Millennium Falcon MIDI scale. Comes with nine hundred twenty one pieces. Will retail for eighty dollars U.S. dollars and Will come out March 1st of next year, and my first thought is um, that Super Star Destroyer must have sold like hotcakes. I mean, it did, but it must have sold like hotcakes if they're whipping out the MIDI scales ASAP. And it's no better, like, there's no better like introduction than to have a MIDI scale Millennium Falcon, one of the most, if not the most, iconic Star Wars vehicle, and a nice mid-display scale that isn't the $800 UCS and not the $160 play scale one. I think this is a perfect compromise for like desk decorations and obviously we have no images on hand. So before seeing it, I'm going to assume based on how the Super Star Destroyer looked that this is also going to look fantastic.
2: Yeah, t- to me, the fact that they're willing to already go into remake territory for these midi-scale sets, I can assume that by the time the Super Star Destroyer is off the shelves that they'll want to put the regular Star Destroyer up soon. Uh, really excited for this one. It's like you say, it's like they're, they're the perfect desk size, and it will probably be 20% overpriced like the Super Star Destroyer, but I, I'm re- I'm excited for it. This is my favorite like recent Star Wars trend.
1: Yep, same here. Like, I really like this trend. Um, obviously, we have a lot of ships that we can go through from, like, all over Star Wars media. So I'm excited to see where they go from here. Um, I'll probably pick up the Falcon eventually. Um, I really like the Super Star Destroyer 1. I've got that built.
0: Yeah, I think that one was, like, absolute crowd favorite. I've seen nothing but, like, positive news Even without a figure people were willing like you know if set is good in star wars if it has no figure and people are still willing to like sell out on this thing like that's like mm-hmm. goat status for a star wars set and i don't think there's no news of a figure in this one right i'm guessing no
1: yeah no figures than these from what we've heard
0: okay and that's fine and i think it's really cool that lego is appealing to different demographics different like display options and stuff has not everyone can afford the mega UCS versions and not everyone particularly wants the play scale version. Some people just want a nice detailed model that you can just, you know, fit on a small space or something. And this is like the perfect compromise because they, they are really detailed. They get the shape right. And it's not a wallet buster for, for modern Lego standards.
1: <laughs>
0: and I, it, I, I, yeah.
2: Oh, I was just—I would hope that they would put uh the little grate parts that they did on in the Superstar Destroyer. I hope those come back because honestly, those are nice. Because if you want to, you can take the grate off and put a figure on there. Like I think most people have a Leia at this point for the Tantive, or they have a Han Solo they can put with the Falcon if they want. So I I think mm-hmm. that's like a nice little in between where it's like it's not going to come with the figure, but if you want, it's pretty easy to put it on.
0: Yeah. And that actually leads us to the next MIDI scale because they're actually bringing two. And that would be set number 75376, the to 4 MIDI scale. Once again, $80 at 654 pieces with a similar March 1st, 2024 release. And I know some of those price per piece um, purists are going to be losing their minds. How can this set be the same as the Millennium Falcon with like two to 300 less pieces? Just how? And I think it's pretty simple. Back engines, big stuff probably simplify those pieces front cockpit big piece like they're gonna save a lot of pieces on those big chunks on this tantive i think and it's really cool that they're also doing another original trilogy looks like for now they're only sticking to original trilogy for midi scale i want to dive on that just a bit later um but it's really cool that they're adding that um i don't know what to expect from it like I was never really a big fan of the Tantive. I kind of just liked seeing the Star Destroyed Bastion, I think, at the beginning of A New Hope. And yeah, I mean, it looks like a cool set from what I've seen in like the $200 um, quotation mark UCS set. But yeah, I don't know how much more a midi scale could offer in terms of detail.
1: This one, I'm a bit more excited to see than the Falcon um, and midi scale, not necessarily meaning like that I'll like it, um, just because we've already gotten kind of like a Millennium Falcon in mini scale, and I'm confident LEGO can kind of pull that off well. This one's got more of a bright color scheme than the Star Destroyer and the Millennium Falcon, so I'm excited to see how that turns out.
2: And it's kind of also just nice that we'll get a Tantive on shelves again. I know it hasn't been like super long since they retired that $200 one, but again, it's a cheaper price point and it's an easy... It's an easy way to get this ship in here. So I hope they keep doing that where they use like midi scale to fill holes and things they don't want to make a play scale or a UCS out of. Or that aren't currently on the shelves.
0: Yeah. And um, actually, I want to save it for later, Balan. Strictly original trilogy. We'll hold that until we talk about another exciting set later. But I just want to jump into the next set. 75378. We got Grogu's Escape. It is going to be around thirty dollars. Unknown amount of pieces. released May twenty twenty four, and it's supposed to be from Mando season three, during the um the flashback where Grogu is escaping the Jedi Temple. I'm forgetting the name. It's Ahmed Best's character, um, as the Jedi. Oh,
2: back. Yeah. The Jedi. Yeah.
0: And he's like taking Grogu on the little bike, and like he's being chased down, and. Uh I guess the first thing first kind of vibe I'm getting is like that Captain Rex bark speeder from like twenty thirteen is like a little carriage next to the bike, probably some clone troopers chasing them, and I'm thinking that's gonna be the set, maybe a little side build, and that's gonna be my assumption for this
1: the yeah I, something similar is what I'm thinking i I definitely think we'll get that bark speeder with sidecar as the build unfortunately, I feel like. For some reason, Mando TV show sets get a lot less figures than, like, other Star Wars sets typically do. So I think we'll probably only get Hellerin, uh, Baby Yoda, and just, like, one Clone Trooper. But I'll be happy if we get more than that.
2: Yeah, I'd, I'd kind of agree. Like, when you look at, like, the... A pirate ship and it's like only two figures i would think like yeah Yo- baby yoda is like a half figure so maybe they'll be able to throw in a third one but i'd be interested if they would go with uh shock trooper they could do 501st or they could do a regular grunt but i would hope i'd kind of hope a shock trooper just like something cheap to get that mm-hmm. set in
1: yeah and
0: i think in the show we saw both right shock and 501st yep. Yeah, and I think the leading thing I'm hearing is that it will be two Shock Troopers, because in a way, this is LEGO's way of like nudging you and saying, yo, buy the gunship and buy some of this to fill up your gunship, as I think that would make the most sense. You just made new Shock Troopers. I'm sure they're not going to waste the prints on one set. They're definitely going to reuse for a $30 set. So my money's on a Shock Trooper, and hopefully two, as what i heard some people theorize. Because like Joe said in the previous episode, uh, you know, shock troopers, no one wants to shell $50 per, so to get two in a $30 set would be fantastic. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And yeah, I I don't think there's much else to say on it. Just exciting. I think everything hinges on the figures. We just got to see who are the
1: the mystery ones. And after that. Uh, hmm? Oh, did you have something?
2: No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Okay. And then after that is um,
0: 75384, the Crimson Hi- Firehawk. It's a four plus set. Um, what is the name of the the new cartoon? The the new Young Summer Jedi
1: Sp- Adventures. Yeah.
0: It's like the second set for Young Jedi Adventures. 136 pieces, $50. Comes out January 1st of next year. And yeah, right away, I know some people might be really angry. 136 pieces, $50. But like we've... Me like like what we've done here, and a lot of YouTubers have debunked by now. Price per piece is a load of baloney. You know, like obviously there are cases where it can be factored. I think that new Marvel hoopity is an egregious example, but um, like four plus sets have established. They use really big chunks of pieces, and I'm gonna guess this one they use some like really specialized parts. That's not to say this isn't overpriced. I'm willing to bet this is this should have been like a thirty-five dollar set max, but. Yeah, I don't know that much about it. I'm not sure if any of you guys have more insight on this Crimson Firehawk coming Um,
1: not a whole lot. Um, oh, figure, it didn't, the rumor didn't mention figures, but I would assume it comes with the pilot girl. I don't know her name. She's not a Jedi in the show. She just kind of helps them out. And then I would also assume Nubs would probably come in this set. He's that blue little flea bear Jedi who's also pretty prominent in the show, but we didn't get him in that first set.
0: Yeah, and the ship is just a little, I don't know, just looks like the DoorDash logo. That's the best way to describe it. And sorry to interrupt you, Wiley. What do you want to say?
2: No, no worries. I I, I just kind of wonder if it's almost a bit too late for the set, unless they have, because to my knowledge, they haven't actually renewed this show for another season. So I kind of think it would have been smarter to have this ready by this uh, this most recent August wave because that's when the show has been going again. But I feel like by the time that we hit Christmas, it's like if the kids really like this show, I bet the parents will have gotten just there's a there's a different just like toy that's being used for the like leak image, and I bet like parents will just buy that. I saw it at Target the other day, and it's I think it's the same price (laughs) as this. So
0: yeah, I mean we'll see. I I mean Disney does have a site and sets that are made, so I'm guessing they have a, a grander vision for this one being made. All speculation till this point, but I, I can't imagine they just throw this set and leave it to dry in space after the series has ended. And speaking of space and ships, 75374, another January 1st release, around $140, 1325 pieces. It is the Skeleton Crew ship, which I'm guessing is going to be the main ship the Skeleton Crew of the Skeleton Crew series will be using. I don't know a lot about the series like I didn't look a lot into it so I don't know anything about this I'm not sure if you guys really have any insight either onto this
1: um so basically what we know about the show is it's about these like four or five kids who get lost in space and they hang out with Jude Law who's the main character and pilot of the ship um kind of going through adventures throughout the galaxy. Um, it's kind of been described as like a Stranger Things-ish show, but for like the Star Wars universe, basically like the main tagline for how they're advertising this show.
0: Mm-hmm. And is this part, do you know what era this is in?
1: This is in the Mando era.
0: Oh, so it might have a crossover. Didn't, Filoni did say there was like some like ultimate crossover at the end with everything, yeah. so maybe this will have like some impact on
1: Yep. So this takes place after Mando season three. Um, those pirates that we saw um, early in Mando season three are kind of like an, an a little antagonist in this show. Okay.
0: So maybe there's space for like Gorian Shard's pirate ship. Oh no, that's destroyed by then. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Uh, shame. I, I actually I did mention before that was a set. I was low key hoping would exist, as it does look kind of cool. But hey, maybe they'll come back with
2: something else. Yeah. it's, it's kind of interesting how instead of like they did with andor like with andor i feel like they played it safe and they're like okay here's like a small play set that like kids could get and it's like you know it's got a bit of action like you got the speeder bike versus the small t- attack shuttle but with this they're really going all in and saying okay this is the main ship so it really kind of all depends on hey like do people like the show and is the ship cool like we've gotten a few images of it but i don't think we've seen like really like the angles and all the details of it So because it it could either work out it could be like when people were like oh i wish they made the font door for andor but or it could just kind of be dead in the water and be like this is like the justifier it's like why would we pay 140 dollars for this ship no one cares about but i'll be interested to see what it looks like
0: yeah high risk high reward on this one i'm speculating too and we actually did talk about andor a while ago joe and i and it was like Mm -hmm. andor has really cool themes and like backgrounds but if you think about Andor as a whole, there's really not a lot you could build sets off of because it's just a lot of moving props and really reliant on like character dialogue and like entire atmospheres and scenes rather than like things you could really legify like a ship or a set. Like there are some, but not a whole lot.
2: It's really just the Fondor, the Hallcraft, but yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, it's pretty much. Which is a shit.
2: I, I honestly doubt that they would even have, like, concept art of that somehow. I don't know. Like, that seems like a thing that they would have designed later, in my mind.
0: Yeah. Like, something I did hope for is, like, there's no way in hell they're building an MBS set for this, but an MBS, like, Aldani would have been really cool. Have, like, the, like the TIE Fighter rack, the whole, like, damn-looking thing, like, the train with the Imperial credits. Like, that would have been pretty sick to have, like, an Imperial fortification, but that's not happening. There's... N- they are investing in MBS into an Andor Joe. All right, well, back on the 2024 schedule, next up is 75379, Buildable R2D2. If that sounds familiar, it probably is because they've done like a trillion R2D2s by now. $100, 1050 pieces, March 2024 release. Um Yeah, I don't I mean, I don't really know what to say about it. I'm guessing it's just a smaller version, probably less detailed version of like the mini ucs r2d2s we've seen already i'm guessing that's
1: pretty much all we can really say about it yeah oh i mean like there's not much to this set like it seems like it'll be less complicated for kids to build based on like the rumors that we've heard which uh i'm sure that's great for them i actually did recently pick up the current ucs r2d2 Um, I only got it because it was on clearance, though, but from what I'm seeing in the instructions, it's, like, fairly complicated, so I would understand if, like, parents had accidentally picked this up for their kids, like, complained about, like, how hard the build techniques were, and so LEGO kind of came up with this R2.
2: i'm gonna be curious at the scale of this one i mentioned last episode when talking about like the the buildable chewbacca and like likening it to like the hot toys figure for like a smaller scale kids toy i liken this to like the black series r2 which is like 25 bucks it's also not very big but i'm it was just it would definitely have to be like there'd have to be something to it like i i i know there was like speculation about a buildable c3po but it would be kind of strange for it to just be this $100, or just like, I guess it would be like, you know, like a third of the size of the UCS one, but I'd really have to see like size, I think is going to be a big one for value on this.
0: Yeah, I, I really don't know mm-hmm. what to say on this one. But, you know, I'm guessing R2-D2 is a very popular selling character if this is like the third one they're making in less than 10 years, like, or in within 10 years, like. Yeah, something's got to be going right. People like buildable R2-D2s. Me personally, I couldn't care less for it, but someone's got to be caring for it if they're making this many. That's like our modern day Luke's land speeder for uh, yeah. mini UCS sets. But, you know, R2-D2 is iconic, so I can give him the knock on that one. And th- these last couple sets were the ones I'm most excited to talk about. This one's going to be really cool. Seven five three zero. Bunta Eve Pod Diorama. 18 plus $70 Diorama. 718 pieces. May 2024. And at long last, we get a prequel diorama set. It is gonna be representing the the pod Anakin participated in in the Phantom Menace. Really cool. Lots of potential for that. And earlier in the episode, I mentioned something involving like the MIDI skill about prequels and stuff. And I'm thinking this trend I'm seeing with Legos that. When they release new things like UCS sets, um, MIDI scale, and now like these dioramas, they start with the classics, like the the um, original trilogy. They play it really safe, and once they can confirm that it's safe, I think they start edging in the prequels, like we're seeing now. They gave it like two waves of two waves of dioramas. It looks like it sold well, so now they're willing to edge in these little things, and I am so excited because I think the prequels have so much to offer for diorama sets. Um, I'd argue that the prequels were a lot more colorful in world building and expansion and just like overall atmosphere to Star Wars and I think it would complement the diorama sets really well. Like with this Boon to Eve one like I'm just picturing like the big crowd on the side with like all those little like probably like one by one studs for color of all the characters and then a couple pod race um, what's it called pod racers on like the stadium with like the little goalpost and all that and, like I think it's gonna be a neat little set
2: I, I'm glad that they they decided to go back to trying these, like, micro-scale ones as opposed to just sticking with minifigures. Uh, the fact that the first prequel one is from The Phantom Menace makes me think that all of them next year will be from... Uh, or no, sorry, in 2025. So, not, so next year from these will be Revenge of the Sith for the anniversary because I'm guessing those would be the most popular prequel ones. But I am interested about what you would think about this versus, like, a... Death, like, Duel of fates, uh, diorama. If it was going to be the Phantom Menace,
0: yeah, I mean, uh, I'll give Joe a chance to think on this, but I think since they did make that like mini set not a couple years ago, I'm thinking you know what I'm talking about, right? That like they're not UCS, they're just like those mini scenes of like duels and stuff. It was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm guessing they wanted to change it up because, you know, they do hear us out that prequel fans want more variety and they probably want to just give something new because we don't get pod race, um involved things every day of the week. Like, I think the last one was that one for like, what, 2013 or something?
2: Uh, 2019 had the 20th anniversary. It was just oh, Anakin's pod Racer though. But, yeah. so you couldn't really race them.
0: I kind of don't count that because that's a kind of a redo of a set instead of like a, a re-envisioning. But yeah, you can definitely count that. So I think to, just even like, mention Phantom Menace and Pod Racers got people's hearts running, eyes popping and I think this is cooler. Like, I know people are probably wanted to get the figures and everything, but at the same time, with the with that dual face thing, I feel like the set can't really be done justice unless you have the full back. And let me elaborate on that. So I'm sure you guys remember the um, Cloud City duel, the the I, arguably the first um, diorama set where like Vader and Luke are dueling Cloud City, right? And if mm-hmm. you remember in the movie they were in this, like, huge dome with all, like, the lights and stuff in the background, which this set, what that set at the time didn't. And I, me personally, I felt like it took a lot away from the atmosphere of it. Like, I feel like I needed that really enclosed, yet, like, really wide space of, the, of them being these tiny little things, in this massive dome to really, like, amplify the feel of it. And I feel like Duel of Fates, like, or, no, the final duel, well, I'll just call it that. Like, I feel like If they fight in like that big chamber, they kind of need that really big feel unless they're fighting in like that final area. And even then they're going to need to like build this kind of like half room. And I'm guessing they weren't willing to like risk that much of a budget because if that was the case, it'd have to be a more expensive um, diorama. That's just my guess, like in opinion, like I feel like it would have been done better if it's bigger price and really
1: get the full atmosphere. Yeah, agreed on the duel of fates part. Oh, um, I'm interested to see how how the pod racing diorama turns out because like, I feel like the stands are a lot to capture, also in scale with like mini pod racers. So I'm curious if they like actually even do the stands or they just select some of kind of like the rocky structures of Tatooine that they like race throughout and throw in a few pod or. Pod racers as part of the set, or if they do something different.
0: Yeah, I think the two comparisons I saw is that it could either be a trench run where it has a background of the crowd and just like two pod racers lined up, or it could be like Endor Forest where it's like some of the structure semi built, like the mountains and stuff, and then like two pod racers like zipping through, maybe like some action features, like some rocks dropping or something. So Ooh. I think those are the two I heard possibly. Like nonetheless, very exciting that prequels are getting looked at and just so many options. In fact, you know, while we're on the conversation, why don't we all list like one wish we have for like a prequel diorama just coming anytime in the future it can be as realistic or unrealistic as it is. Um, I think mine would be the beginning of episode three, Avengers of the Sith, where it's like that battle over Coruscant. I just want something where that's like multi layers of space. Just like you see, where like the Obi Wan Anakin starfighters are flying through like just this massive battlefield of like Venators and Separatist capital ships, just like zooming through lots of like Tri Fighters and everything. Like, I don't know, it's near impossible to replicate, but I think just something like that'd be so cool.
2: Just because it would be a way to get Dooku, and I think technically, if they really wanted to, they could reuse the gunship Palpatine. I might be too violent for them, but I think the the Count Dooku, Anakin, and Obi Wan duel would be kind of a cool thing, just because we kind of recently got a Mustafar set, even though it's not 18, and I bet they will do that one. But that's just like another cool part of Revenge of the Sith that I'd like to see.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was also thinking along the lines of Dooku, of like the Yoda versus Dooku lightsaber duel from episode two would be nice. Uh, just to get that Dooku fig again. And then there's some great like Ocean architecture you could throw in as part of the build.
0: Yeah, or or even like um, the speed chase from beginning of Attack of the Clones with Zam Wessel and stuff. I feel like that wouldn't be too bad. But yeah, now that I think about it while like, that would actually have insane potential. Imagine a set it's like the uh, board the ship you get a Palpatine a new Dooku Anakin Obi-Wan and if they really wanted to, like, they could introduce the new Super Battle Droids there. So you just get a really cool set and you get a ton of insane figures. Like, oh my goodness, that, that like, would have been so cool. But yeah, it's all speculation. We'll leave it to LEGO to decide. And back on uh, schedule, we got 75381. A buildable droidica 18 plus, $70, unknown amount of pieces, coming out May 2024. And yeah, it looks like Lego's really going hard with like the buildable stuff. We got like the R two D two, the Chewbacca, and now this Droidica, another pre- prequel one, which is cool. We did have a Droidica many years ago. Might be, I want to say two thousand. Did it coincide with Phantom Menace release? I think so, right? You know the one I'm talking about, the Technic one.
1: Yeah, let me look.
0: See, so yeah, I'm gonna guess around twenty years since the last one. So really cool to see because this is going to be with completely updated Lego techniques. Um, Always cool because, you know, a droidic as a kid for me were like my favorite droid. They made like really cool blaster sounds and them being just sort of roly-poly in and out was cool. I'm curious, like I don't think it would look good, but I'm curious if it would in any way integrate like the the shield they have, like the anti-blaster shield.
1: I'm curious if if that is possible. I highly doubt it, but you never know. Yeah, I I don't think it'll have the shield, but I'm really excited from, like, a feature standpoint to see how it turns out, because there's, like, you've got the roly-poly function, the legs moving, like, in and out, and the arms. So this will be a really nice buildable droid to get. I assume it'll be, like, a mix of Technic and just, like, regular system LEGO just to kind of Achieve all that range of motion and stuff.
2: I I know when I was going over rumors with another friend, like this is the thing he like this like stood out to him. He's like, "Oh, that buildable Droidica sounds like really cool." So I think this is like a good thing that shows like Lego is like, okay, let's branch out for our like seventy dollar like eighteen plus like price point. Like they've done plenty of helmets, and now we have midi scale, and we have dioramas, and now like this like buildable figure. I I guess like the closest thing. Would be again like baby Yoda, but this is like specifically for display, so it'd be cool to see how much more they go with this concept. They could do a ton of droids like this, I bet at seventy bucks. yeah,
0: there's so much variety you could choose out of these like mini premium display skills, like you said, all those options like there's something for everyone, and like you said, Joe, yeah, with the features. I think Lego has enough experience since now and then. they've proven with the Optimus prime that like constructing reconstruction is doable. And with the ATAT UCS, the oscillating cannons, I think they can probably do something with, like, the blasters, as you know how Therodecas have that iconic, like, little bump back with their arms when they blast. So I'm excited to see the little, like, features this thing's going to hold. And one of the last sets is um, another diorama. It is 75387, boarding the Tantive IV. $50, 502 pieces. The theme of Tantive Four is coming back again. I don't see a release date on this one, so you guys can correct me after, but I mean, it sounds rad, like episode 4 and you hope um, it's going to be really cool, like most iconic starting scene, got Darth Vader and the Stormtroopers breaking in, looking for the planes and all, like there's so many different parts of the scene you could do and you could even mod it to do like other ships and stuff, like I think some people thought about modding it to make like a Rogue One one and all that stuff, so Mm -hmm. yeah really cool potential on this one.
1: So this will be a March 1st set. And also, like, a correction that I didn't notice until a couple, like a week ago or so, is that this is actually just like a regular kid set. It won't be 18+. So it's not like, it's not really part of the diagrama series. It'll be more like that Dark Trooper battle pack. Oh, okay. So in terms of stuff. it's
0: detailed but simplified details Mm -hmm. and like it'll still be tiled off and everything a couple really cool figures some action features and it can flex his player display okay i think that actually might be better for me so yeah that's a win in my book
2: but it's it's a cool uh concept i would hope that like it would be kind of a bummer if it was like oh here we're gonna put in like darth vader and then like here's like two rebels and two stormtroopers and then like the most massable way to build those characters is to buy a fifty-five dollar set. That would be kind of a bummer. It's kind of like the similar idea behind like oh, buy three, buy a thirty-five dollar set for three Dark Troopers. But it's definitely again, it's like an iconic scene. It's like the same thing as having the Tantive as a midi. It's like this is like an iconic like moment from those movies. So I think it's a good thing they made it.
0: Yeah, I'm guessing at this elevated price point, you know, Dark Trooper came with three Dark Troopers and a Luke. I'm going to guess this one comes with two more figures, maybe three. So my speculation would be like Luke, Leia, maybe one Rebel Trooper, the Captain, the Tantive, can't remember his name, like one or two Stormtroopers. That would be my guess as to the figure composition. But yeah, regardless, I think it would be you know, I think now that I think about it, this would be a really good set for kids and just people to get introduced to the hobby. It's kind of like a starter pack with a ton of iconic figures to just get started, Star Wars as a whole.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm definitely excited to see what figures we get in this set.
0: Yeah, lots of potential here. In the last set, I'm surprised this one even got revealed so soon, but we already know the May UCS set for next year. It is um, for May 4th, at $75382, $240, May 1st release, the UCS TIE Interceptor. That is right. TIE interceptors make making a grand return after who knows how many years now. But I think this is like the perfect pairing to go with the X-Wing of this year. Like, imagine that Interceptor X-Wing just next to each other, hand in hand, with modern LEGO techniques. Like, they've learned so much since the original Interceptor was made. Uh, does anyone remember 99. the year? Ninety nine. Oh, so this was the, was this the first?
2: Uh, it's like this in the X wing, yeah.
0: Oh, it's only fitting then that they do it again. Okay, yeah. I mean, they've had over twenty years to perfect this thing since then. Oh, how many years would it be twenty five now, right? I think ninety nine, twenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, twenty five. Okay, so twenty five year anniversary. UTS tie interceptor. Really, really sick. Um, I mean, you know as with all these sets it's all speculation until we get images but really cool sounding i'm really curious to see how they like transcend this to the next level like i think a criticism the ucs tie fighter from many years ago had was that um it's cool but there's nothing about the tie fighter that really needed to be ucsified that made sense so i'm curious what they can do here that would like elevate it to the next level and for the minifigure Fingers crossed is not just a plain TIE fighter pilot, although it will probably be the case. I think some people mentioned they were praying that this is where we get the unique Season 3 Moff Gideon since, you know, Tie interceptors were kind of associated with his whole, like, army. Maybe him more like a Beskar Stormtrooper. I think that would be a really cool alternative and really enticing figure for a set like this. But yeah, um, what do you guys think?
1: Um, I think the build will turn out really great. I'm excited for it. Um, figures, I don't think it's going to be anything super special. Um, it'll probably be like an arm printed high pilot, um, as my guess is like the unique figure. And then I'm going to assume like Vader or Palpatine.
0: Oh, you think this will come with two?
1: Yeah, I think it will. Since like, uh the land speeder and the X-Wing have both come with two
2: figures.
0: Really, I thought the X-wing came with just the pilot, Luke pilot. That and, has R two. Oh.
2: Does R two really so, count though? Yeah, so so that kind of goes to my point on this. I like I agree with the arm printed Tie fighter pilot. I would assume that this is where we would start doing back printing on Astromechs that aren't R two, and we would get like a back printed aerial Astromech. So then they could like reuse most of the one from the Play Skill, uh, interceptor set, but then they could go you know, make it unique, go the extra mile. Uh I'm this is like an awesome thing in my opinion to have as like a counterpart to the x wing because like mm-hmm. if you read through like you know legends content and all that stuff, it's like they they really say it's like a regular tie like type fighter it's really like the the things kind of suck when compared to x wings but like the interceptor is like you know it's a, it's like that's a match for like one x wing yeah. versus one tie interceptor, so I'm super excited to see this set,
0: yeah, I think this is a pretty exciting wave because. The titles aren't enough to give away what we can expect. Like a lot of these sets we talked about hinges a lot on how we'll look and what figures come, so you know, this could swing either way. Great wave, okay wave, or a terrible wave. And really exciting to just see what it is. I'm just surprised people were able to find these leagues so early. I feel like normally it takes longer to figure it out, but Oh wait, now that I think about it, there's one more set we didn't talk about. And what might be arguably the biggest one. It's a battle pack for next year. It's clone troopers versus battle droids. Um, I don't have a lot of details on hand, but uh, do any of you have any more that you could fill in on with that?
1: Yep, it is 250 pieces for about, it's been rumored either 30 or 38 USD, um, releases January 1st, and it's rumored to include up to 10 figs. So four of those being clones and six of those being droids, some of those droids being super battle droids.
0: That is rad, especially since the last time we got a super was, I think, 2015 with the Hellfire Droid. And I'm guessing between all these years, they're not going to remake the super battle droid because that would just make people mad. Like, what are you doing all these years? I think we will see a new super battle droid there. No word on the Clone Legion yet. I think there was speculation it might be a REG unit or it might be Bly's unit. That's the only two I've seen so far, but I'm not sure. Like, do you have anything on that, Joe, on the Legion?
1: Um, I've only heard that they are plain clone troopers. That's what's been going around from just like my end of things. Can't go
0: wrong with Rags, especially since we haven't had them in a while. Really cool army builder. Like this is insane army building potential. I think thirty bucks is good, but you know, if the super battle droids truly are a new mold, and you're getting ten figures, I think thirty eight can be uh, stomachable because. Battle packs almost always go on sale, so if you're willing to wait a bit, you'll get them at a reasonable price, and you're gonna get, like, a ton of stuff.
2: Yeah, it's, like, there's two ways to think about, like, the $30, is it's, like, on one hand, like, if it is $30, like, getting what I would essentially classify as two, which LEGO values at $20 battle packs in one set is nice, but it is kind of a bummer if you're, like, oh, I, I couldn't care less about the droids, or, oh, I couldn't care less about the clones, so it really will dep- kind of come down to, I would really hope that it would stick at 30. Cause, and that's just like, okay, that's it's a lot of stuff. So just stomach it and pay it. But 38, I think, might get a little aggressive.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think 38 would be very aggressive. But at 10 figures, potentially new super battle droids, possibly stomachable. But, you know, I don't buy things day one ever. I always wait until they're on sale. So I'll probably be seeing them around, what, $30, 20, 25 to $30 per pack, which for 10 figures is a steal. But yeah, if you're impatient, 38 might be a bit hard, but you know, if you're willing, if you want clones that bad, it's not a, a hybrid robbery. Either. You're still getting 10 figures at the end of the day. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that covers all of, of what we know so far for 2024. Obviously, all of this could change. They could drop a set. They could add a set. So make sure you keep an ear slash eye out for that. As usual, appreciate both of your time here. Don't forget to check out the Lego Leak Discord slash subreddit for more news and information. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and YouTube at Blocks and Talks. Yeah, thanks again, both of you, for your time.
1: Thanks. Thank you. Yep. Hope you guys enjoyed and take care. The next time.